This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. From the ArmeniaProud.com studios. Genatsat Hayed. This is a toast to Armenia with Jono Kabinjian. A comprehensive look at the Armenian culture only on lineupmedia.fm. Genatsat, Genatsat, Pesek, my friends. Yes, yes, it is your very own Jono, and I have been missing in action for a while. Well, I, I tell you what, folks, I've been doing the Dallas Cowboy. It's an NFL team, uh, American football. I've been doing it for the last couple months now, and uh, I've just been caught up in that. That's the honest-to-God truth, and I'm not going to tell you I've been on vacation. or I mean, if it's been vacation, that's almost two three months here that you guys haven't heard anything come out, maybe close to three months. And... Again, I've been involved in a Dallas Cowboys podcast show that's uh, been really, really successful. But uh, as soon as the season ends, I will get on the flow again and we will get a guest. But I tell you what, Brian. Uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to introduce I'm here. Brian. Okay, Brian. Uh, yeah, uh, we will get people back on the show again. I mean, that's what it's all about. And, yeah. Uh, you know, for, I love doing this show. It is a good show. It's very relaxing, and I'm glad you're a part of it, Brian, because uh, there's a lot of times when I'm like, hey, I, I, I didn't even have that information, and you kind of helped me out there, well, so God bless. I am 1% Armenian. Yes, and it always shines on the <laughs> show. All right. So uh, anyway, the person that's been really picking up the slack and I told her today, Brian, I said, hey, you know what, Anush? Why don't we get a wine show for you? Uh, an Armenian wine show. Yeah. And, and maybe not even all Armenian, but our Armenian audience loves her wine segments. And, yeah. And I've been kind of like uh, throwing her segments on my thing. And you know what? I love for her to stay part of, part of the show. And she could still do her segments on our show and have her own wine show as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think it would be ideal, and uh, people will really enjoy it. That's what I'm saying. I, I always do. I, I think uh, with her wine segments, and again, Anush will bail me out today <laughs> with one of her wine segments with uh, Carlin Manasarian. Let me try that again. Man Aserian. Did I say that right? I think so. Manasarian. Yes. Yes. Sounds and, right to me. Uh, she's with the winery Tushpa, or is it Tushpa? I'm. Well, uh, you you should be on top of that. All right. So in any case, it's Tushpa or Tushpa, and uh, with Carlin Manasarian, and uh, here's how it all goes. So people enjoy. Hello, and welcome to another episode on Armenia Proud Toast to Armenia. This is the wine segment, the segment with Anush, where I get to interview uh, winemakers, uh, people who are in the wine industry of Armenian heritage, who are from Armenia, of course Armenian, and share with you interesting facts, new developments, uh, all about wine. Today I am very excited to have another guest on our show, and it's mm. a um, 
wonderful winery that I just learned about, but uh, has a deep history going back to many years. Today I have Garland. He is a family member. Hi, hello. Uh, hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> Thanks for the invitation. And thank you for uh, doing this in English because we have a lot of mm. listeners who are of Armenian heritage, but they live all over the world. And sharing your story in English makes it spread faster. Great. <laughs> So, um, tell us about the winery and the name, and what does the name mean, and um, how did you choose it? So, uh, hello once again. <laughs> so, uh, the winery is a family winery. The founder is my father. Uh, he has built uh, the winery from scratch, and uh, it's founded in 1992. And why Tushba? Because uh, our ancestors came from Wan, which is formally uh, named uh, Wan, uh, sorry, Tushba, mm -hmm. uh, which was the capital city of Urartu. So as an honor see. to our ancestors, my father named the winery Tushba. I love so, it. It's such a yeah. good name. It's like strong and uh, sounds really good. Yeah, nice to hear that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, our first portfolios uh, have been in 1999. Uh, <clears throat> we produced, we used to produce at that time red wines uh, and also uh, white wines. Mm -hmm. But then in 2002, we stopped our local consumption uh, due to some technical problems mm -hmm. uh, and then we produce wines only for touristical purpose I see we, yeah we who, used to yeah uh, who is uh, um, you, you know who who owns the winery is it just your dad is it a yeah. family business and why yeah. did he decide to go into the wine before we get into all the details yeah. and a little yeah, yeah, bit yeah. more of the background let's uh, yeah. just give a little bit an overview of um, yeah that right. so it's a uh, family business it's pure family owned winery uh, <clears throat> so my father uh, got his education in winemaking and when he has graduated the university uh, he ha he went to to the local governmental wineries to work there as a winemaker, and then after the collapse of Soviet Union, mm -hmm. he saw an opportunity in the market to 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 produce wines, Armenian wines. So he decided to to work on uh, to do entrepreneurship. I so see. he he. Bought uh, uh, an area where there was nothing, so he has built the winery from scratch, and uh, we uh, and his children, uh, <laughs> also me, including yourself, yeah, 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 including myself. Uh, <clears throat> we we grown there, so we help our father since childhood, so we all. Uh, three uh, children have uh, different uh, professions, 
but uh, it doesn't matter. We work there and we use our profession in order to boost uh, our winery. That's wonderful. I mean, it is so great to, I'm, I'm sure your dad is so happy to have all his kids interested in supporting the business. Just like you said, all from a different background, but you're contributing uh, with your knowledge to the growth and development of the winery. Yeah. This is a great thing that you are doing. So can you tell us more what is each family member's role in the winery? So, yeah. Uh, so uh, my father, uh, besides being the founder, he's uh, the winemaker of the red wine. And my brother is the winemaker of the white wine. And my sister, uh, perhaps you might think <laughs> that she is the winemaker of the rosé, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, no, we don't have rosé, unfortunately, and she's not the winemaker. Uh, she is an MBA graduate, uh, and she works on tourist development uh, because we also engage tourists uh, at our wine cellar. Oh, that's great! And me, yeah, yeah. And me, I'm uh, I'm CIS graduate actually. I'm from tech field, uh, but I work on the operations, marketing, kind of product development mm -hmm. in general in the business side. I see. <clears throat> so yeah. um, marketing too, just uh, marketing and sales. Do you do that? Yeah. Is that yeah. part of your? Yeah. Um, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, so, um, where is the winery located? Where is the physical facility? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, are it you? is. Uh, it is located in uh, Arat Valley, in Taprakan village. It is uh, thirty kilometers away from Yerevan, and uh, around five kilometers away from Horvirat Monastery, and. Uh, I would like, uh, can I add an extra thing to you our can, conversation? You can add lots yeah. of extra things, <laughs> whatever you would like. Great, thank you. So I would like to mention that uh, uh, two years ago when Pope Francisco came to Armenia, why well, I remember this because uh, I was talked about the Horviat. So he has visited uh, Horviat Monastery and at, at his during his visit, he has tasted our wines. Wow! Actually, our red wines. Yeah, and uh, the good news is that he he loved it, and he even uh, took with him our wines. And when he went back to Rome, he sent us his uh, apostolic blessing uh, to my family and uh, our winery. That so. That yeah. is such a special yeah. um, and, and historical piece of uh, um, information to have to share with uh, the generations to come. How how did your dad feel? I mean, he's this is his winery, his project that he started in 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah 1992, right? And then has such a recognition. Yeah, yeah, and that's the. That kind of reward for his, uh, for his work, you know, mm -hmm. because uh, he had his dream uh, before uh, before having the winery, and and it, it's very nice when you see the result of your uh, hard work. Of your endeavor. 
of her hard work. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. mentioned at the beginning when we started, you said that the winery um, uh, began its operations in 1992. Uh, was it uh, in the same place? And then after, uh, uh, after yeah. a while, you had to uh, stop and um, no. reconsider and change certain things and then restart again? Uh, you mean changing the place or, uh, sorry? Uh, n no, you said you had some technical... Uh, ah, yeah, got it. I'm sorry, yeah. So, uh, at that time, uh, there was a... Uh, so, you know, uh, after the collapse of Soviet Union, there was uh, there were still some... Uh, <clears throat> some uh, people who would drink who used to drink uh, not just wine but also brandy. Mm -hmm. And at that time, uh, since we had technical problems, uh, by saying tech uh, problems, issues in the market, and also some financial issues. I see. So, I see. So yeah, yeah, I mean the the importing, exporting, and etc. Yeah. wasn't yeah. as smooth and yeah. with other I'm, I'm sure with some legal issues too so that's yeah. why uh, I, I understand yeah so uh, in order to uh, in order to keep our wine production my father decided to produce also brandy at that time uh, it was in 2002 so uh, so uh, then after a few years the brandy, the brandy production uh, succeed, mm -hmm. and it was uh, it was it was very surprising at that time. And we even started to export our brandy to uh, other international markets such as Russia, Germany, and the US as well. Wow, but that's thanks, amazing. Yeah, but thanks to that success, we have been able to keep our wine production. You know, wine is very uh, is very hard. Uh, if you are going to produce more uh, more than let's say thousand bottles, then you are experiencing with uh, troubles. So, especially at that time. I see. Because, I yeah. Uh, at that time, there was a uh, technological problems. You know. Yeah to keep the quality consistent of the wine and things like that. Yeah, because the really the wine making and the wine market and the quality of the Armenian wine, just, you know, to be honest, has become better yeah. only within past these seven, eight years. Before that, yeah. um, just like you said, the techno, I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm not sure if those you would call problems, but they didn't have the know-how and they weren't as developed and as advanced as they are yeah. now. So now it's more like to the uh, European and international standards, people are catching up. So the quality is going up and it's easier to produce wine with certain equipment and technologies. Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's amazing. I mean, I, your, your dad took the, you know, he had his dream of making wine yeah. In spite of all the changes and all the turmoil and this and that, he took the opportunity to make another prog product that he yeah. could actually make grow and become successful. But his dream of 
making the wine stay there and then you guys restarted it again and with a yeah. lot of success so yeah. that's um that's that's completely wonderful yeah. and um, amazing and i'm glad that he did because uh, i mean Thank i you. haven't tried your wine but um uh, from the reviews and from oh. reading about it, I can, and, and also from recognition of Pope Francis, I, <laughs> I can tell that the wine is amazing. So, um, thank you. Do you have in a, the the winery now? We know it's close to uh, Horvirab, so people yeah. who are uh, maybe traveling to Horvirab, maybe they can take a stop. Yeah. Before or maybe after, because you know you don't want to drink too much wine and then go to Horvirab. How about yeah. after? Can they like after visit Horvirab? Can they come and stop by your winery and taste the wines? Mm. Do you have tasting room? Yeah, we have. Uh, usually they do both. They come uh, both uh, before Horvirab and also after Horvirab, mm -hmm. uh, after visiting Horvirab. Uh, we have a tasting room uh, at our uh, at our winery. And uh, the tasting room is immediately uh, after the wine cellar. So we, we organize wine tours in the wine cellar and then uh, we, we have wine tasting. There. Do you have also availability to serve lunch or do you yeah. encourage people yeah. to bring it with them? Uh, no, uh, we we also serve lunch, uh, mm -hmm. but the tourists uh, should uh, should book their visit beforehand. Let's I say see. two days beforehand. Yeah. And Usually we work. Uh -huh. Sorry, uh, we work with uh, tour agencies, uh, but also individual tourists can contact us and uh, reserve their place directly visit. from the website. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, do so. So you have the winery there with the cellar and with the producing facility. Are the vineyards also in there, or they are located no. somewhere else? Uh, we have new vineyard which is located in the same place, mm -hmm. but our main vineyards uh, are another place. I see. So it's around uh, three, four kilometers away from our winery. Okay, so in the same region and area, yeah, in not the same too region. far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how many types of wines do you produce? Uh, well, uh, we have uh, currently we have uh, two wines. Uh -huh. uh, I mean, two products because we have three wines, uh -huh. but uh, we have as a product we have only two wines: mm -hmm. white wine and red wine. Mm -hmm. For the white wine, we use. Uh, Gangun grape, mm -hmm. and the red wine we use Hartana grape. I see. And yeah. what does it make the so so that so you have red and white, and you have two varietals. Uh, and what does it make the third wine? Is it a reserve? Is it something special? Uh, actually, it's uh, it's uh, liqueur wine. It's made from Muscat grape. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's you know Muscat grape. Maybe it, it has very uh, flavored uh, taste and the alcohol degree in that wine uh, is around 18. Mm. Uh, it has higher alcohol and it, it's very sweet, sweety wine. Yeah, so it's a dessert wine. But yeah, it's dessert wine, wine, but uh, it, it doesn't have that wine doesn't have uh, product look. You know, mm -hmm. so it's not in the market. 
Oh, I yet. see. I see. So you haven't bottled it yet. Wow, that is exciting. I really like yeah. dessert wines. Um, yeah. I mean, I like any good wine, but uh, dessert wines are very exciting. Um, so, um, do you, uh, looking at the website, I saw that you use um, uh, uh, garas for aging the wine or for fermentation, and also do you use French, American, or Caucasian oak for aging? Yeah, so uh, that's a very good question. Uh, so we have uh, garasses, mm-hmm. clay jars, right? Yeah. So uh, gas has been a crucial uh, part uh, in Armenian traditional winemaking. So yeah. we use it uh, for uh, only for the fermentation. Mm-hmm. For both, but, well, uh, both wines or uh, just red or just white? Yeah, uh, for both wines, uh-huh. but it, de- uh, it depends, you know. Uh, not all our wines are being uh, fermented in the clay jars. Some mm-hmm. special wines uh, with the same, uh, made from the same grapes are being fermented in the jars. But later, after the fermentation process, uh, when we want to age the wine, we age the wine in oak barrels. Uh, uh-huh. In Caucasian oak barrels, uh, actually Caucasian oak uh, has excellent quality and it's the characteristic of that oak is that it has higher amount of aromatic compounds mm-hmm. inside the wood. Mm-hmm. So you can get uh, from that particular oak compared with others, other oak, uh, you will get more <clears throat> your desired taste. Tastes like <clears throat> vanilla, cream, uh, caramel, etc. So, so compared with other oaks, it, it, it has low density, uh-huh. so uh, the wood is not strong. Yeah. So if you want to uh, make a barrel, you have to have a thick uh, wood in order to keep the barrel strong. Mm-hmm. But the main advantage is, is the thing that uh, it has higher amount of that aromatic compounds. I see. Very interesting. Yeah. It's um, um, to me. It's such a great. Uh, um, I, I mean, I'm so happy to see that the Armenian winemaking is, uh, um, you know, trying to restore its old and traditional uh, techniques with the new, yeah. of course, with the new advanced techniques too, and use of the uh, clay um, jars, which are called garasis, is I think a crucial because. Yeah. When you look at the Georgian wine production and they they have a similar thing, which is called query, it's their national pride. It's on all the labels, it's everywhere, yeah. you know. When you talk in the United States, when you talk about Georgian winemaking, the first thing that they say is query, you know, all oh, the wine is made there and then a few other things. So I really hope that, um, I mean, I'm happy to see that you guys are using it and I really hope that it becomes uh, yeah. more... Uh, dominant and prevalent piece of uh, winemaking. Of course, not all the wine should go through that because they yeah. have different techniques and different procedures, etc. But yeah. it's it's great that it's becoming an important uh, vessel. Yeah. yeah. So we use 
uh, both methods, both uh, the traditional methods mm -hmm. and also uh, the classic winemaking methods. Actually, uh, I forgot to mention that uh, uh, the grandfather of my father uh, had a wine cellar in 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 Van, wow. which is now yeah. So uh, he has inherited the traditions mm -hmm. from his grandfather and decided to keep the traditional method. That's amazing. That is so great. I Thanks. Mean, it's so um, so inspirational yeah. to to he to hear that. It's that um, you know the traditions are coming from uh, centuries and centuries ago. Yeah. Um, so now that um, you know, we know where your winery is and the varietals that you produce and the methods of aging and etc. Who is your main um, uh, wine drinkers? What do you have a certain age group that does that drinks the wine, or is it yeah. becoming popular as a uh, beverage of a choice among everyone? Because I think even the older generation yeah. used to drink a lot of hard liquor, vodka, and brandy. I think they are yeah. slowly switching to the wine as well. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we, since we are uh, new in the market, actually, we returned to the market and it's already four months. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the local market, right? So uh, we don't have enough analysis about that. But what we learned so far, so before that, our uh, drinkers uh, were only tourists visiting to our wine cellar. But, uh, but for our local market, we learned that uh, it usually drinks a uh, person who is above 23, 24. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the wine market in general, not for our wines, what I've noticed, I've noticed that also the young people uh, started to drink wine mm -hmm. you know, instead of uh, instead of other drinks. They like drink beer. wine, uh -huh. and yeah, and sometimes I saw that uh, girls drinking wine some place where that place is not it, it, it is not related to any wine thing. You know, it's kind of club. <laughs> it's yeah. not wine club. Uh -huh. It's a uh, kind of club where usually you go to drink. Uh, Cocktails uh, whiskey and or drinks. cocktails, yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. But uh, that girls were drinking wine. Uh -huh. You know why? I, I thought maybe because of the trend. It became a trend here uh -huh. for some people to drink the wine. It's kind of trendy to drink wine, like trendy to read book. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> but here's the thing, okay? Trend. It's it's yeah. good that it's a, it's trendy to read a book. But yeah, then, you know, with reading good. a book, you get knowledge. And, you know, with drinking wine, yeah. there is health benefits and then you know more about it and it develops. So I really support that trend. And I'm sure that trend yeah. is going to turn into a, um, you know, a custom and tradition and more like a daily, uh, I mean, not, not every day, yeah. but uh, to, a, to a norm. Yeah. Even drinking every day, it's good if you drink uh, red moderation. wine. Moderation. Yeah, a glass of red wine is uh, very healthy if you drink every day. Yeah, uh, well, I agree. Cheers to that. Uh, 
so um, well, uh, since since I mean you gave us background, I was going to ask um, which um, which countries is your wine available at? Is it? But you're saying that it has oh, been four sorry. months since, since you're back. But do you have things that are in the process? Are you looking into the American market and yeah. um, European market? Yeah, yeah. Uh, currently, we are in negotiation phase with few distributors uh, to enter to have our wines in other markets like U.S. and Russia. Uh -huh. uh, so let's see. Hopefully, we will manage uh, to to have to have our wines this year, hopefully. Well, yeah. that would that would be wonderful. I, um, you know, the first time when we talked, I mentioned uh, that uh, this year in June we had in Los Angeles the yeah. first uh, Armenian wine festival, the Guinea Fest, and where we had yeah. a lot of people come, um, mostly Armenian and some non-Armenian, and it was a good opportunity for even the Armenian market to learn about the wines of Armenia because people here in U.S. Uh, in California, uh, they right. drink wine in good quantities mm -hmm. and it's easier for them mm. to go to the brands that they know, to the wine that they feel comfortable with. As for the Armenian wine, it did not have the good and solid background of a quality, so people wouldn't choose that as their primary wine. It's just as a souvenir, let's say somebody wants to go to somebody's house or a Christmas gift, they would buy some Armenian wine as the momentum of something from Armenia. But with this festival, the people who came yeah. and visited, they tried all the wonderful wines that were there from Armenia and they were amazed. And now hmm. the consumption is going to be uh, uh, bigger. And I really wish that you can get your distribution channels in place because yeah. we're going to have our next festival next year may 19th of 2019 so i really mm -hmm. wish you guys are going to be here yeah. and participate and Let's introduce see. your wines yeah. to the people in california that would be wonderful yeah we really want yeah yeah so Thanks. what is your goal for the next five years and beyond i mean what what are what are the next steps that you're going to do um for the next five years uh we we will make investment, uh, I mean, more investment in the production side mm -hmm. to uh, to to have more uh, advanced technologies and the production in order to minimize the cost of production cost mm -hmm. and also uh, make it easy for us to keep uh, the quality consistent. Mm -hmm. And also, uh, we want to expand, to increase our consumption, so it means we increase our production. Mm -hmm. But uh, as a long-term goal, uh, we, uh, we want to be a, a kind of touristical center. Mm -hmm. uh, so, not, not to not just produce wines and uh, export it or sell it in the stores, but also sell the wine in the winery and and serve it in your way, mm -hmm. like a, uh, because you know how to serve it, right? Yeah. Uh, 
and uh, became a big touristical center, uh, which will contribute to the Armenian winemaking publicity, right, in yeah. the international um, market. But also we have another goal, uh, kind of long-term goal, as uh, to to be engaged, to be not engaged, but to be invested in the science, especially mm-hmm. in bioscience, uh, actually wow. bio bioinformatics. Mm-hmm. So where we will have the let's say the sexist technologies mm-hmm. for for doing our research and development, and and you know in order to innovate. Uh, continuously and uh, improve the quality of the product or why not to create a new type of product, mm-hmm. a new wine. So, uh, and have a PhD students there. Uh, so it's kind of long-term goal. Wow, but that's amazing. <clears throat> so basically have a little research institute within, yeah, within kind, there. Um, yeah. yeah, but being alone there, I know it's, uh, it's very tough. Uh, so, so you should. I think we should cooperate with other institutions so to do more collaborative work. So, kind of thing which will not be proprietary, just will be beneficial for others. All right. Well, this is wonderful goals, wonderful plans. I'm sure with your hard work and dedication, you're going to reach all of that. Um, I want. I would like you to share your website. Um, and your Facebook page before we say goodbye, uh, so Thanks. that the listeners can log in, can follow your pages, and um, see all the current developments, the news, and fun and exciting pictures that you got to share. And also, if they're planning to visit, they can contact you and book their um, for sure uh, uh, tasting. What yeah, What is your website? So the website is. Uh, dushbarwines.com mm-hmm. uh, and the Facebook page is just uh, searching Tushbar Wines in the Facebook you will get the page there oh, okay well Garden, yeah. thank you so much for your time thank you. it was wonderful to talk to you and I know it's nighttime there in Armenia and um, you had a busy day today but thank you so much hopefully we'll Thanks see each other thank soon alright thank you and that was that folks what a great Great conversation. Every time she sits down to do these shows with yeah. these interviews, it's like having a conversation with a, just a friend. So it's a God great bless. story. She does great. The, the, that's the thing I love about these kinds of segments is that uh, it's just a conversation with somebody, and they explain their history. They explain what's going on in their lives and with the the business. How and it all stuff. started. Yeah, and how it all started. Uh, but that 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 blessing from the Pope, though. I mean, that's. That's a big deal. I'm not even Catholic, and I know that's a big deal. Pope Francis. Yeah. How about that? What kind of gift? What what, what happened? There? It was an apostolic blessing. Really? Yeah. So the basically the 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 Pope blessed the winery. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with pope that. Blesses your winery. You know. I mean, it's like yeah, now you, you have you to buy some of this wine up. so you can drink some holy wine. You holy know. Wine. Yeah. It's like get you closer to God. Now, I wonder if the Catholic Church will keep buying that wine or start buying that wine. I don't know, but they should. They should. I mean, if you just got a blessed by the Pope, 
So why not? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's great news. Great news. And I tell you what, again, folks, I think uh, down the line, I would think uh, she would make a great host. I, I think, think so, too. I uh, think this winery thing, uh, not winery thing, this wine segment cannot just be a segment but her own show for 20, 30 minutes. And, again, I'm not throwing her out here, folks. I would still love to have her on the show, tell us a little bit about it, but then go into some sort of detail on uh, specific wines and stuff like that with individuals that are have uh, been the administrative and uh, people that have created that winery mm-hmm. and all that. So I think it would be a great great call. And I brought it up today. You heard me. Yeah. I, I mentioned it to her, and uh, Anish was like, well, you know, we may I may lose some of your people. No. I think that you will definitely – have a lot of fans out there. I know I'd listen to it. Mm-hmm. So, in any case, thank you so much, Anush. Thank you, my friends. And again, again, I know I've been getting messages from you folks out there. Where are some segments? Uh, where's new segments of the Armenian? Pro- Just settle down, settle down. Jono's going to take care of all you guys. We'll have guests on again. It's just right now I got this NFL with the Dallas Cowboys work that we're doing. And uh, as soon as this is done, I swear to you, we'll get things rolling again. I'm sure Brian's been hounding me almost every week. Are we going to do it? I, I keep saying, Brian, we got, we got the Cowboys show. Trying to get some guests lined up yeah. too, some so, top-notch guests. So all in due time, my friends, until then, keep enjoying the holidays. We got uh, Christmas coming up. And I assure you, folks, right after Christmas, with our new year coming up here, we will have Armenia Proud flowing again with guests. And uh, I, and not no offense, no offense to Anish, because she has taken over really well and helped me out really big time. So God bless Anush and her wine segments. And, folks, we'll be back next year for sure. Right now, again, it's the whole cowboy thing and Dallas cowboy thing, and we're trying to – Get that squared off, and after that, we will have our Armenia proud. Thanks again, Brian, for being part of the show, and thank you, my friends, for always uh, downloading. We still see the downloads coming in, and still we appreciate em. every bit of it. Again, that's it. Kishet Party. We'll see you next time. Tune in next week for another episode of A Toast to Armenia with Jano Kabinjian. Find the show online at ArmeniaProud.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. Join the conversation at Facebook.com slash ArmeniaProud or Twitter at ArmeniaProud. Get all of our podcasts now at LineUpMedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.